Hey y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Bazaar. I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we're here on the um Day of the Dead. Um Dia de los Muertos. Yes, indeed. Yes, I've wanted to do an episode on the on the Day of the Dead for the longest time. It's just like I just I've always been kind of weary because like I know how like cultural and customs are. I don't want to like butcher or get things wrong or, you know, just not pay the proper respect that that this day, the significance that it holds. I want to make sure that I give it its due diligence and its proper mm-hmm. respect. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. So- yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. Absolutely. I do agree, um, you know, um, I with giving it its due respect and everything. Um, so, I mean, I think it's a great idea. You know, it's a very interesting holiday. It really is. It really is. Um, it's mostly celebrated in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it originated there. It's mostly celebrated there, but it does also extend to places that have Mexican heritage, mm-hmm. um, such as, you know, of course, the United States with um, states such as Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California. Mm-hmm. And, and traditionally, it is um, as as of today, I thought it was just observed between November 1st and November 2nd, but mm-hmm. Sarah, you actually found out differently from your friend. Yes, one of my close friends um, that I had the pleasure to tag along with and go trick-or-treating um, with my god kids this evening, I was telling her that we were doing a podcast on Day of the Dead, and she actually invited me over tomorrow um, to celebrate it, and it's going to be great because she's going to show me, like, offerendas, which is what we're going to get into about, like, you know, the offerings that they would give loved ones, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, for when they think their spirit is nearby, like it, it's just so it's such a beautiful holiday, honestly, like just a it beautiful is. celebration. Um, but she told me that um, it actually is observed starting um, October 28th. And let me see if I can remember this from memory. So October 28th is to celebrate uh, any lost pets, like pets that Mm -hmm. died, I know, or just were lost and never, you know, you just don't know what happened to them. Um, And the 29th um, is for drowning victims. Okay. And um, the 30th, it's for victims of violent circumstances, whether that be suicide or just like sudden death, you know, anything that's just traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, the 30th is for, um, I believe she said, oh, yeah, rainbow babies, babies that were not born. Okay. Um, and okay. then she said the 31st. Um, let's see trying to remember i'm sorry i'm like rocking my head here (laughs) um the 31st i believe she said was for the lost children okay and then um november 1st i believe is what she said um was for like fallen family members Mm -hmm. um and i believe november 2nd I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure if we got to November second yet, but that's what she told me. The twenty eighth through the first was for. Okay, well that's actually really cool because I never I Isn't didn't it? know I didn't know any of this, and I think it's absolutely so beautiful that like each it, it 
each like day is dedicated to something different and I love mm-hmm. that the pets are also included because they are all yeah. just oh so important yeah absolutely I found it really fascinating I just really love that like they pay homage to people who have died in unusual or just traumatic circumstances too and like mm-hmm. you know um, mothers who've lost their children mm-hmm. I mean even as babies like I just found that really touching it was beautiful yes. Yes, and like the thing that I love about the Day of the Dead is that it's not so much as a mourning, it's more so of a celebration mm-hmm. of life and like, you know, they were paying respect, mm-hmm. you know, to the ones who have died. And some of these celebrations can also take on like a humorous tone where mm-hmm. they kind of remember the funny moments about their dearly departed. Yeah, so it's like more like a wake instead of like, yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah, like we were just kind of talking about it. And, um, you know, she was saying, you know, how we believe it, we believe that, you know, like with Halloween and everything, Samhain, um, the veil is thin. So, like, mm. our loved ones, they're, you know, present, like, they're there. That's why we have these offerings. That's why we talk about them, so that they can materialize or, you know, just be beside us. And, you know, they know that we care and we love them. And I just found that really beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. That is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, so um, let's see. So with um, with the Day of the Dead, there are many different um, traditions, mm-hmm. um, different customs in regards to how it's actually um, observed, and we can mm-hmm. get into that. Of course, here, starting with the country that it's most widely observed in, which mm-hmm. is Mexico. Mm-hmm. So, as you had previously mentioned, we have the um, ofrendas, which are the altars that the family members would um, place the favorite food and beverages, Mm -hmm. as well as photos and memorabilia of their Mm -hmm. dearly departed. So, Mm -hmm. they do this to encourage the um, souls to visit them. So, um, the souls will hear their um, prayers and um, the words of the the living family members directed at them as so they will come there and meet with them at that place. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, she was even mentioning like these offerings can be really ornate, and you know, mm-hmm. like she said, um, there were some archways almost like you know just adorned with flowers. Like it's just it's a beautiful thing. It, it's not like it's on a grand scale. Some of these things can just oh, be yeah. so colorful and just. It's just amazing the things, the offerings, everything you'll see. Like, it's not just like flowers on a grave. It's like food and presents and all kinds of stuff that you'll see. Oh, yes. Yes. And I did read that also during my um, research as well. Yes. So mm-hmm. some of the um, altars, the ofrendas are, um, some of them are placed in a home. Some of them can even be in public spaces, such as schools, mm-hmm. libraries. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also common, of course, for um, people to go to cemeteries and place the altars next to the um, graves of their um, dearly departed. Yeah. Um, I also read that some families build altars or small shrines in their homes um, mm-hmm. and they have like the um, cross that's common in Christianity and they also have statues or pictures of the Blessed Virgin Mary alongside pictures of their deceased relatives. Yeah, that's what my friend, like mm-hmm. when I go to her house, she has a small, you know, offering like in her house and everything. Oh, that's so, so awesome. It is. I love, I just, I just love different cultures. I do. And Me like, too. I also forgot the candles. They also have like a, the altars mm-hmm. are surrounded by a bunch of candles as well. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very important. I mean, mm-hmm. they love their candles. I mean, it, it's very symbolic. I like to think, mm-hmm. you know, like it's probably a light, you know, for the spirit to follow as well. And yes, yeah, I didn't know, think about prayer. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so his family, I will also spend time, of course, around the altar praying and mm-hmm. telling anecdotes about the deceased. Um, mm-hmm. In some um, locations, the um, family members will actually uh, wear shells on their clothing. So when they dance, mm-hmm. the noise will wake up the deceased. And some will also dress up like they'll wear the um, clothes of their dearly departed as well for, mm-hmm. during the celebration. Mm-hmm. Now, the next part I kind of read kind of like made me a bit somber, but I understand this, that this whole Day of the Dead celebration is to kind of celebrate, celebrate, you know, love and family and to pay respect. Um, But Mm -hmm. this part that I did find, it says toys are brought for um, children who have passed, um, dead children, also Mm -hmm. known as Los Angelitos or the Little Angels. Yeah. So those are bought for children and then bottles of tequila um, are, or a mezcal or jars of atole, which I'll get into the, what that is in just a mm-hmm. moment, are mm-hmm. bought for adults. Yeah. It must be nice to be able to drink tequila because I can, I, I mean, <laughs> I can't drink it. Just, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't mix well with me. Right. I mean, you know, it, it's, yeah. uh, it's powerful stuff. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. I'm just. And for the sake of this episode, I'm I'm gonna be light on the <laughs> light on the um on the jokes here. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so um on top of that, families will also leave like um trinkets um or their dearly departed's favorite candies on the grave. Mm-hmm. So that kind of hit leans into the whole like, you know, Halloween candy type of thing too. So um, with some of the families, they will also have on the ofrendas, the altars in their homes, they will have foods such as candied pumpkin, um, bread of the dead, and sugar skulls. Yeah. Which we're really familiar um, with with sugar skulls here. I, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I mean, I remember, because I've always kind of been into the Day of the Dead for the longest time. Oh, yeah. Um, same here. But, recently like in the past couple few years or so like school, sugar schools have been everywhere and they used mm-hmm. to not be that way right I mean mm-hmm. I think it's because Disney too has like shed some light I mean there's like yes. uh the movie Coco there's the book of life I mean mm-hmm. you know where they explore um what Dia de Muertos is about essentially mm-hmm. both are just beautiful movies it's co I haven't seen the book of life yet I do have mm-hmm. to see that but Coco it's good it was beautiful I cried mm-hmm. I yes. cried at the end I don't care I have no shame I cried no I mean how can you not it's it's yes. just a beautiful movie it really was and I think this is why it's so important and that's why mm-hmm. I always say representation matters because mm-hmm. just those movies alone has like the um Mexican heritage culture being mm-hmm. being shown in stores like hey this is a sugar skull but I also think it's important to also educate like why this is here like just don't throw a sugar skull out there like a skull mm-hmm. painting on if it was like oh it's just a painted skull like no there is significance mm-hmm. behind it so yes. I think research should be encouraged but I love that mm-hmm. movies like Coco and the Book of Life do exist to right like bring people and like Mm -hmm. yeah exactly make them want to be curious and learn about it and also spread the word and just like have a love and fascination of it you know like it's a beautiful holiday it really is it really is and Mm -hmm. 
to add on to what we've already discussed so far, there are different foods and drinks that are traditional yes. with the day of the day. Tamales. So the, yeah, the most common. <laughs> yeah, the tamales are the most common. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see here. You know, it's been a while since I've had a good tamale. Like, so oh, make them, man. but it's hard to find like a good one. Yes, Karina's mom can make some killer ones. Well, oh. actually, it's not just her. It's like a whole cavalry of just Mexican moms. I mean, they just do such a great job. I, I need a cavalry of Mexican moms. I need someone. <laughs> please, someone make me a money. <laughs> I'm very yes. fortunate. Like they make it at Christmas and oh on gosh. certain um holidays and especially for Christmas. It's yes. it's just like a big thing for them. I love it. And yeah. I'm spoiled with their food. <laughs> um I can imagine like it's mm-hmm. authentic too. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's the realest you can get. Yeah, and I've had pozole too. That's another thing. Um, mm. I saw that they serve in, um for food here and everything. At mm. least it was mentioned very briefly. It's just one of the things, especially like the Aztecs ate, and the Aztecs they said you know were rumored or actually I think they actually had accounts of them celebrating Day of the Dead like way back when. I I do I, I do recall reading that um at mm-hmm. some point. Looks like I've been into the Day of the Dead for the longest time. I just had to mm-hmm. do like. I had to do structured research because if not, I would have been all over the place with just right. the isolated knowledge that's in my mind about things. Right. I mean, there's so much out there for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it's not until like Spanish in high school, of course, we would celebrate it in Spanish mm-hmm. class, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. You know, and all the yummy treats like Day of the Dead bread and stuff that you yes. have. And horchata. Yes. Oh, I love horchata. So good. Yes. And it was so hard because like I was <laughs> I took four years of Spanish and I don't I can read like I can read it like mm-hmm. somewhat. I can't really speak it that well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so hard because like of course you like, you know, in Spanish classes, they want you to speak Spanish. Yeah. Um <laughs> during the course. I'm just like <laughs> I'm, I'm like three seconds away from using American Sign Language because <laughs> right I mean it's it's a beautiful language it's a very it happy is. language mm-hmm. I love hearing it being spoken but yes it's very fast paced and um, mm-hmm. it's the enunciation and also like the verbs and everything always mm-hmm. through me so like yes I'm well, just they- fascinated by like how you know I mean I guess because they just grow up in that in Mexico or in Spain mm-hmm. it's just natural them just like speaking English is for us but I just mm-hmm. it's so awesome to watch them go <laughs> it is it is because like but from what I've heard mm-hmm. um from what I've heard by like friends of mine who are Hispanic and mm-hmm. um people who are who are, who are American that mm-hmm. are fluent in Spanish they mm-hmm. said it's best to learn from a person who's actually a native speaker yeah it's they or go to like a country or learn from like a close friend that also speaks Spanish than it is mm-hmm. to take Spanish courses they say because right. I High school like we're required to take the foreign language and mm-hmm. um they say you can do it in class in classes but for one you're like you're getting only like one like what hour and a half block every yeah. other day and for, you're like, only a few months mm-hmm. and you're only getting like one interpretation there's slang too you know exactly. there's different ways to say things like yeah absolutely I agree with that Yes, yes. And then like, you know, you'll go from one teacher, like, luckily for me, my Spanish one and Spanish two teacher in high school were the, were the same, was the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to Spanish three, it was a different person and Spanish four was a different person. So you're hopping from different people learning mm-hmm. a language. Mm-hmm. It's, it was difficult to kind of pick up that way. Whereas some people I know that was fortunate enough to 
or rich enough to travel to um, or live part time in like Spanish speaking countries, you know, they were able to kind of indulge themselves. But it is definitely a language that I want to pick up. I may have to pick back up on Duolingo because I was using Duolingo for a little bit to learn Spanish and Italian because I wasn't sure what country I was going to immigrate to when the whole whole country fell to me. Right. I'm pretty sure Gomez was speaking Spanish, if I'm not mistaken, like a mix of Spanish and French, because Caramia, I believe, like that is Spanish, if I'm not mistaken. And like, he seemed like he was a very fine Hispanic man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if he what he was speaking. I just know. Uh-huh. I, like <laughs> I know, I know. Right. But like, I thought Mia was, I don't know. I mean, Could I guess listeners, Italian? if you guys can like, yeah, like confirm if it's Italian or or Spanish, I'll have to do some research myself. I mean, I do love Gomez. I'm just yes, we, we all, curious. We all, we all just, we all want to Gomez. We all want Yeah. Gomez. He just seemed like he was like, this seductive either Italian or Spanish man and like just so fine. Oh my yeah. goodness. When we say Gomez, guys, we're talking about Gomez Adams. Yes, like, Gomez Adams from the Adams family. Sorry guys, I should have elaborated. <laughs> I was just talking like I was talking to Bree here. <laughs> well, that's just that's just because we're comfortable and we kind of like we mm-hmm. think similar. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so back to this very important, very important day before we get to mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of my fault there because I had to go on my whole rant about not learning Spanish properly. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, it's a great argument. Like I do, you know, I've learned some things from Karina. Like you know, I told you my friends from Mexico and everything. Mm-hmm. Like um, I practice with her sometimes. It's intimidating, but I don't know. I like to sometimes like know what they're saying so it's kind of fun yeah because i mean i swear i've listened to a whole song like in spanish like oh, i was yeah. listening to like the old like the um reggaeton um music like mm-hmm. um i i would listen to i don't i barely i mean i understand some words here and there but i would sit there and i can sing it but i don't know what I'm yeah i mean it's just like reggaeton is so it's so fun and colorful and Mm -hmm. like you don't even know what they're saying but you can just like feel it in the music in a way like honestly with like any kind of Mm -hmm. latin american music it's just very bright and i mean Mm -hmm. unless it's like sad then you can tell obviously but yeah each one has its tone like mariachi bands and stuff yes like um Guys, I, I don't mean I, I don't mean to segue too far, but like yeah. there was a song. It was kind of like my song of the summer. It was mm-hmm. um, it was by Carol G and Becky G. It was called "Mommy." Mm-hmm. That song, oh my goodness, that song just kept me. It kept me on my toes all summer long. I love that song so much, mm-hmm. and like I kind of started to understand a little bit of what they were saying. And the song when I, when I first heard that, I said, like, "Okay, I understand a little bit." They're they're, they're talking in this song like mm-hmm. this guy's obviously a toxic person. They're singing about, so mm-hmm. it was kind of easy to kind of like um you know um to pick, pick up, up on, on that the, kind of pick mm-hmm. up on the tone of it and mm-hmm. I'm so happy when I'm like on the radio and I hear like all these like different like um Hispanic singers like actual Spanish songs playing on mm-hmm. mainstream radio it's like we've come so far and we have like the K-pop that's going awesome. on it's just like yeah yeah and we have African music I was like it's just so yes. amazing how the internet is kind of like infiltrated and made things so much that di- more diverse than they ever were before Yes, exactly. It's just so beautiful. I love it. Yes. All right, so before I keep going on and on. <laughs> yeah, so we were on the food. So aside from yes. tom- 
yeah, aside from tamales, we have the um um the pan de muerto, which is mm -hmm. the um bread of the dead, mm -hmm. and um calaveras, um which are associated with the Day of the Dead as well. Mm -hmm. So the um, bread of the dead is a type of sweet roll. It's shaped like a bun and topped with sugar and often decorated with bone-shaped pieces of the same type of pastry bread. Oh, man, guys, it's so good. Like, I remember making this in high school, and I think I made it one time, too, like, um, with a friend of mine and everything. It was, it's so good. It's, it's mm. not too hard to make, either. It's just, like... Oh, it reminds me of almost like a donut or something, you know, because like, donuts. yeah, I know I do too. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. <laughs> right. Got some the other day. <laughs> me too. Right. Good stuff. Oh, goodness. Okay. So before we get into like, because I'll start going a whole tangent about that. Yes. Too. Are we going to go about the Calaveras? I'm yes. sorry if I said that wrong. Calaveras no. skulls. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. You said it right. Yeah. We, okay. Right. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so yes, <laughs> yeah. So they're the sugar schools, and mm -hmm. of course, they display the colorful designs to represent the vitality and individual personality of the departed. So I think I that's really cool. That. Yeah. So like that's why they're so colorful and expression. I mean, that's like, you know, I love Corpse Bride. I'm not trying to like go off on a tangent here, but I think it's a great representation too, not of Day of the Dead, but like kind of like a parallel in a way because it mm -hmm. does show like the afterlife is brighter and. And just like, you know, it's almost like it's celebrating the dead. Like, you know, I'm not saying it's associated with Day of the Dead because that would be disrespectful. But I'm just mm -hmm. saying, like, I do think of those parallels, like, you know, with the colors, the vivacity. Like, I just I love the idea that sugar skulls are so bright and colorful, mm -hmm. like, you know, to make that individual stand out. Like, I'm sure each one is just so like different in its own beautiful way you know oh yes yes you can really <laughs> personalize it you know based mm -hmm. on how the person was so yeah it's really mm -hmm. it's really awesome really awesome yeah. tradition yeah it's yeah, so moving on to beverages um Ooh. traditional beverages of the day of the dead so um a while back the main alcoholic drink was a drink called um, pulque which was made from fermented agave sounds strong Anything right. fermented, man, that's going <laughs> to knock you off your feet. <laughs> right? As I won't be drinking that because I won't, like, I'll be, I'm going for like four days. You're going to be up in the air, yeah, right? You're going to go on a journey. <laughs> yes. You're like, man, what year is it? Oh, I mean, what? <laughs> Just what? What am I? What, what right. am I? <laughs> like, man, what was in that? Like, uh, I feel like I took a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, no disrespect guys i mean i commend you guys who can handle it like awesome oh yeah of course, of course anyone who would drink anything from it i'm like you have my props yeah and tequila with the worm in it i'm like y'all the real bosses because oh, i don't yeah. know if i could <laughs> no i'll do it before anyway like maybe okay like i will try it if i am in mexico and it's like you know screw it it's a worm how it's like it's there it's gonna be in the whatever i'll i'll try it i'll i'll try almost anything once not completely but you know okay well if, <laughs> if we ever make it down to mexico i'll hold you to that and i'll be sure to videotape because i won't be doing anything oh my I god be... yeah what have i got and myself I into <laughs> i said I said videotape. Where Bree's going to record this and hold it against me, guys. Yes. <laughs> when we go to Mexico, it's on. I have to drink yes. something with a worm in it. <laughs> yes. 
I totally am. I'll be like, okay, you remember? <laughs> yes, I do. I, I, I did say that. I guess I have to. <laughs> it's on record now. <laughs> mm-hmm, it is. And so another drink that's associated with the Day of the Dead is called Atole, which is mm-hmm. um, a hot corn and masa drink. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And then their last one, I, well, actually let's see there's actually another one but the mm-hmm. other one i was able to find is guys i hope i don't mispronounce this but um champarado champarado i think champarado champarado mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> like i said <laughs> that's how i would interpret it champarado i believe yes like, mm-hmm. that, yeah that does sound that does sound better champarado um, yeah, Sorry. so no, no, you're. I know, that's why I'm with this. I was like rolling my R. She was like, "Yeah, like, angry. yeah." <laughs> yeah, so like, so like, um, and then on top of that, it's like you know other like you know non-alcoholic, um, mm-hmm. warm masa mm-hmm. drinks as well. Mm-hmm. So there's another one called the um Agua de Jamaica, which is mm-hmm. water of hibiscus. Um, so it's a popular herbal tea made from the flowers of the Jamaican hibiscus plant. Ooh, I love anything with hibiscus, honestly. Yes. It's so tasty. Yes. And, uh, Refreshing. I, I, right? I'm just like... Yes. Mm. Like it's it says a, it's served cold and sweet with ice. That sounds mm, so tasty. <laughs> it does. I remember when I went to like this tea place and it just had like so many different teas and they had like a sample day. I oh, spent like, like almost an hour and a half in that place. <laughs> Oh, I mean, yeah, like, honestly, I love variety. So like, if it was a coffee, if it was a tea place, like, I'd be the same way. I'd be like, I don't want to try everything. <laughs> yes, I had the oolong, I had the ginseng, I had the green tea. I was just, I was mm-hmm. going from each station, just like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> right, like a kid in a candy store. It, it was, it was, I think it was called like Tea Ron or something like that. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So outside of Mexico, as I said before, the Day of the Dead is observed in a few other countries, such as America. I'm sorry, you want to take it away for America? Why not? Welcome back to America, guys. <laughs> um, so <laughs> let's say sorry, I'm so cheesy. Um, <laughs> um, so in many US communities um with Mexican residents, um Day of the Dead celebrations are very similar to those held in Mexico. Um, in some of the communities in the states, such as Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona, the celebrations tend to be mostly traditional. The All Souls procession has been an annual um, Tuscan, Arizona event ever since 1990. Um, this event combines elements of traditional Day of the Dead celebrations with those of pagan harvest festivals. Ooh. That's really cool. I it love is. that idea. So um, people wearing masks carry signs honoring the dead and an urn in which people can place slips of paper with prayers on them to be burned. Me, I like that idea. Sounds very cleansing. Like, that's kind of the idea, I think. Like, you know, maybe to, like, give your loved ones, like, that peace or something like that. I I just love that idea. Um, So, likewise, in Old Town, San Diego, California, um, they host an annual traditional two-day celebration culminating um, a candlelight procession. Uh, to the historic El Campo Santo Cemetery. That sounds really nice. It really does. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. actually sounds really cool. 
very peaceful, beautiful, mm-hmm. I'm sure, just to just behold. Um, and the festival also was held annually at historic Forest Hills Cemetery in Boston's Jamaica Plain neighborhood. Um, it was sponsored by Forest Hills Educational Trust and the folkloric performance group La Pinata. The Day of the Dead festivities um, celebrated the cycle of life and death. That's okay. really cool. Yes. So once again, um, people brought offerings of flowers, photos, mementos, and food for their dearly departed loved ones, um, which they placed elaborately and colorfully um, on a decorated altar. And a program of traditional music and dance also accompanied this event. Um, Unfortunately, it looks like this celebration was discontinued in 2011. Oh, I wonder what happened. Like, come on. Yeah, that's cool. They had, like, you know, kind of like a big giant, like, ofrenda to kind of, like, commemorate for the entire community. community. That's actually really cool. I know, right? I love the idea of that. Oh, my gosh. Like, just to behold that, that's that had to be, like, something else. Right? I, I wish I could have seen it. I know. Me, too. We just, we're here in Virginia. Nothing's not going on like that. <laughs> Boo! Tomatoes, tomatoes. Right? <laughs> I mean, maybe one day we'll travel somewhere and be able to see this right travel somewhere yes we'll we'll keep that hopeful thinking yes um but i found this really cool too so the smithsonian institution in collaboration with the university of texas at el paso and second life they've created a smithsonian latino virtual museum Um, and an accompanying uh, multimedia ebook called Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. Um, the project's website contains some of the text and images which explain the origins of some of the customary core practices related to Day of the Dead, such as background beliefs on um, the ofrenda, which, as we talked about before, is a special altar commemorating one's deceased loved one. Um, and it looks like it's also available. Um, it was made for iTunes and it provides additional content such as further details, um, additional photo galleries, pop-up profiles of influential Latino artists and cultural figures over the decades and video clips and interviews um, with the artists who make Dia de los Muertos uh, themed artwork. And it looks like there's also explanations um, and performances of Aztec and other traditional dances, as well as an animation short that explains the customs to children, virtual poetry readings um, in both English and Spanish. Like, that is a lot to take in. It wow. is. That sounds like the Smithsonian. <laughs> yeah, like, they were super thorough. That blew my mind. I, like, yes. I want to, like... I want this ebook. It sounds amazing. Yes, and the Smithsonian in itself was really amazing. I've been there a couple yes. of times, and it's it's just. I mean, all of the museums in Washington D.C. are like really, really I want to go <laughs> <laughs> one day. <laughs> I do I so mean, bad. I mean, it's like it's really inexpensive because, like, well, mm-hmm. I like to like to dine, do all the 
shopping there is kind of price gouged a little bit but right um like everything like the museums i believe like you know are all like either free or like minimal admission like it's it's a really mm-hmm. great like entertainment they can just walk around and just like uh-huh. take in like the history and the government and all that stuff so it's actually yeah. really it's actually really um really good like day trip or like even like a small weekend trip okay yeah one day i'm gonna get up there best believe i have to go (laughs) (laughs) yes and actually speaking of um dc um in Mm -hmm. 2021 um last year the um, biden harris administration celebrated the um, day day of the dead which i can't recall if any other administration has ever celebrated i can't recall right that's iconic i love that yes so um i did get some from also from the state of california mm-hmm. um, you know because part of it directly borders mexico especially mm-hmm. like cabo i want to go to cabo so bad that's like on my bucket list yeah isn't that like the place with like the really is it the place with the crystal clear water i hear things about like certain well i know in mexico there's like places where there's crystal clear water but i've heard cabo is just beautiful it is it is i've seen like every single like tv show i watch like reality shows i don't really watch a lot of reality shows but they always go to cabo and i've always wanted to go to cabo ever since guys to make fun of me when i was like this basic little girl and i watched laguna beach and they went to cabo for their senior trip and Mm -hmm. uh, steven got up there and started calling um kristen um, kristen kristen i can't remember her name mm-hmm. um a slut and all this stuff and it's like iconic like i was like oh my god it's like he was so mad because she was dancing with this other guy and like right. they actually have this podcast where they like recount like they're watching the episodes over again and he said that's something that he will always regret because it's like it, it's like immortalized mm-hmm. in history that he did that but back mm-hmm. then i was like when you were 17 you grew from it you learned from it it's fine like you're not like right. some toxic sleazy guy like you were just young and you were jealous yeah we sometimes say things that we you know don't mean to say or like that we instantly regret as soon as we say it so like yeah been there done that yes (laughs) that show probably was so fake but to me you cannot tell me (laughs) otherwise when I was young I love that show right yeah but back to California so in Santa um in Santa Ana California it's said to hold the largest event in Southern California honoring Mm -hmm. the um day of the dead um, so it's called the annual Noche de Alteras, um, which began in 2002. So it's been about 20 years going now. Mm-hmm. So the celebration of the Day of the Dead in Santa Ana has grown to two large events with the um, creation of an event held at the Santa Ana Regional Transportation Center um, for the first time on November 1st of 2015. Oh, cool. And um, if anybody knows, I feel like that translates into Night of the Altars, because Noche, I know, I feel mm-hmm. like is night, and Altars, I think that's Alteris in Spanish. Yeah. I'll ask my friend, too, because obviously, I mean, yeah, she Night would of the know. Altars. Yeah, I think that is Night of the Altars, yeah. Yeah, that sounds so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I do know. Like that, that's mm-hmm. what I, I can understand some Spanish, but like, right, right. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I was like, that like sounds like Night of the Altars to me. Yeah, but it's so crazy because like you know, everyone like you know, it's like you know, say that we have it the easiest because we mm-hmm. we were born like learning English and like English is our first language and English is such a hard language to learn because like in other cultures, um, they have like specific words that mean specific things. Right. Whereas with us, we have like one word that can be interpreted different ways. Like, oh my throw. god, yes. Like yeah, pseudonyms like, and stuff. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like we have throw or we have like 
you know weather um, oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> yeah yeah you know or like you know you know a word that's you know spelled that one way but it's used different many different ways a homonym yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's just like I'm just like oh so it's just like it's I when I thought of it that way I'm like that is really difficult to learn like yeah. you know, especially if you're learning it it is I can't only imagine like yeah I think Karina told me that too she's like yeah like you know it was a little challenging at first just because like you said we have like the same like when you announce a word like that's the same when you announce it but like it has a different meaning so like yeah it's it's more challenging yes yes yeah it is like you know it's just it's it's insane you know it makes me like mm-hmm. feel like somewhat like you know fortunate that mm-hmm. it's, it's my you know first language because I can imagine yeah. you know how difficult it is to learn it and then on top of that like mm-hmm. just the whole rigmarole that one has to go through just to get like citizenship here right. like I saw the questions on the citizenship test and like I'm like I know, I'm an American citizen I don't even know half these que- like half these questions right. like I'm not gonna get on my soapbox about that because I'll start going on and I'll get oh my god so. I know <laughs> exactly yes. yeah yeah so speaking of um political the um some of the um interactions between mexican traditions and american culture were kind of um were kind of collaborated to kind of make um artistic and sometimes political statements hmm. um in los angeles california the self-help graphics and art mexican-american cultural center um, presents an annual day of the dead celebration that includes both traditional and political elements um, such as altars to honor victims of the iraq war um, highlighting the um, high casualty rate among latino soldiers i love that that's very insightful it's a great idea yeah just keep like keep the knowledge flowing like you know representation Mm -hmm. education matters yeah like and, to just keep representing those who have fallen like that you wouldn't mm-hmm. really think of you know like that's just that's great I love that oh yeah most definitely mm-hmm. um, and there's another thing um there's actually um a at the um Hollywood Forever Cemetery mm-hmm. um so there is an um, intercultural version of the Day of the Dead there oh um, so it um is a mixture of native native Californian art Mexican traditions and Hollywood hip <laughs> interesting okay yeah. yeah so conventional altars are set up side by side with altars um to pretty much celebrities such as like jane mansfield um johnny ramon so pretty huh. much paying, it's like it's, it's using the same like kind of like logic i guess to um the same traditions i should say to kind of pay homage to these celebrities um this is colorful native dancers and music intermix with performance artists and they also have some pranksters there to kind of play on the traditional themes of keeping things fun and lighthearted. That sounds fun. It does. I'm not sure where, what, I mean, I mean, I think it's like, it's more so like, you know, adding like Hollywood in there kind of like, you know, since it's in Hollywood forever where a lot of like celebrities are, um, yeah, celebrities are buried. I guess, you know, it's kind of bring that tradition there in a sense, because I was like, I don't think mm-hmm. James Field was of Latin descent, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Same. I was kind of, intru- I was wondering about that as well. Yes. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not gonna go on my experience because I was about to, right. I was about to, I was about to go left. Um, but um, there are other um, 
there are other cultures I mean mm-hmm. other, cultures, other traditions mm-hmm. um here as well um this time in San Francisco mm-hmm. um so the um yeah the Galleria de la Raza mm-hmm. um the Some Arts Cultural Center Mission Cultural Center, um, Dayong Museum, it alters at Garfield Square um, by the Miracle Project, is home to um, Carazon de Pueblo in the Fruitville District. Mm-hmm. That, that was a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, Carazon de Pueblo... De- Carazon del Pueblo uh-huh. has a shop offering handcrafted Mexican Mexican gifts and a museum devoted to the Day of the Dead artifacts. I love that. That's super cool. It is. It is. I would love to see that museum one day. Yes, me too. Yeah, yeah so the Fruitvale District in Oakland kind of serves as a, as a hub to the um, Dia de los Muertos annual festival, mm-hmm. which occurs during the last weekend of October. And kind of like a mix of several Mexican traditions come together with traditional Aztec dancers, regional Mexican music, and other Mexican artisans to celebrate the Day of the Dead. That sounds so cool. It really does. It really does. I love it. Like, I knew, like, between, like, Texas, like, Arizona, Mm -hmm. um, New Mexico, all of that, like, south, you know, south and west United States is going to have, like, a lot of the Day of the Dead celebrations there because that's where... A lot of the uh, Mexican um, influence is high, highly concentrated. But yeah. I love that, that there was also a presence in Boston up until 2011. And mm-hmm. pretty much the whole country celebrates it. Yeah. Um, well, I know I do. I know. Yeah. Me <laughs> I too. I, I love the idea of it. You know, mm-hmm. like, because for some people, they believe death is the end. Or like, you know, everybody has different beliefs. But I just love the idea that, you know, like, this is supposed to be like have you connect with your loved ones because it's like they're just there that's just a beautiful thing in my opinion it is it is and it doesn't end there actually in um uh, i mean oceania and uh, in asia um, Mm -hmm. the continents of oceania and asia there's also mexican style day of the dead celebrations that occur in major cities in australia fiji and indonesia Mm mm-hmm and also, of course, New Zealand as well. And they have the altars celebrating the deceased with flowers and gifts. So I think it's great mm-hmm. that it also extended to Australia, New Zealand, Asian countries. That's just Yeah. Awesome. And if I'm reading correctly, also the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it says, you know, um, with the close cultural connections of Philippines and Mexico, Day of the Dead is celebrated um, in this Hispanic Asian country as well. Um, in the Philippines, Undas, I'm sorry guys if I butcher this, I'm going to try. Undas sound right, yeah. Undas Ara Nimanja Yumao, um, which means Day of Those Who Have Died. Uh, coincides with the Roman Catholic celebration of All Saints Day um, and continues on to the following day, um, All Souls Day, um, which I guess is another um, translation of it as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So the Filipinos um, traditionally observe this day by visiting the family and it looks like they would clean and repair their tombs, you know, just like in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And they would offer up prayers, um, flowers, candles, even food. Um, and they would also, it looks like, burn joss sticks, joss paper, and spend the day um, and the night, you know, holding reunions at the cemetery, having feast and merriment. That sounds 
lovely. Oh, I love that. I love that. Especially yeah. like the Philippine Islands are so beautiful too. Like I know it's just like yeah. just imagine how the flowers must look, you know, it's just yeah. It's just it's so beautiful. It really is. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. think it's like morbid and all this, but it's really is a beautiful no. cultural thing. It is. It just has such a great meaning behind it. Yes, yes. And then of course in Europe, um as part of a promotion by the Mexican embassy in Prague, Czech Republic, um, since the late 20th century, some local citizens join in the Mexican-style Day of the Dead. So a theater group conducts events involving candles, masks, and makeups using luminous paint in the form of sugar skulls. So they paint their face to yeah. look like sugar skulls. And I actually love that. See, I've always wanted mm-hmm. to do that, but I kind of feel like... I mean, because there's a fine line between cultural appropriation and appreciation. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why, like, even though when I see the sugar skulls in the stores, I'm like, okay, that's really awesome. But I feel like, you know, with every sugar skull you sell, you should, like, put, like, on, like, a little car. Like, the the car you put the price on or a sticker you put the price on, you should have, like, at least what it means. So people can know it's not just some, like, pretty painted skull. It actually has a significance because, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get, like, go no, too far like, enough. No, like, I but, agree. Yeah. I was, like, I would like to see some explanation about the culture more because I feel like some people just think like it's just something really cool and pretty to look at, but it does have a meaning behind it. And it's very precious to those who celebrate Day of the Dead, who originally celebrated Day of the Dead, you know, who do it, you know, to the full nine and everything. Yes, it's so very true. And like, you know, like I said, the fine line between appropriation and appreciation. Yeah. Like, you know, I can you can go out there like, you know, with at a day of the dead festival. Like, of course, mm-hmm. like you're at the day of the dead festival. So I would think that if you were to get your face painted like a sugar skull, you're there to celebrate the culture. So it would be more yeah. appreciation. But I wouldn't go to a party like with my face painted as a sugar skull because mm-hmm. you know, it's just I feel like that kind of teeters a little bit on the appropriation <laughs> if you're not of like um, if you're not of like Latin culture, like I wouldn't just do it randomly. Mm-hmm. I would have to be like mm-hmm. part of like the. That's just me. I mean, everyone teach mm-hmm. their own, but that's just mm-hmm. how I feel about it. Especially like with different cultures getting, mm-hmm. you know, appropriated like things that were once considered a with negative connotation becomes positive when the right people do it. It's just right. Right. It's, it, I'm like I said, I'm not gonna get into my. <laughs> I'm not gonna go on a tangent because I will. I I can and will end up doing that. So mm-hmm. for the sake of the pot let's go ahead and in the sake of our listeners too let's go ahead <laughs> move forward with some related um festivals um worldwide so mm-hmm. they're pretty much kind of related to or similar to the um day of the dead festivals or day of the mm-hmm. dead holiday so they're festivals mm-hmm. that are related or correspond with it right so starting in the Americas, um, in South America, we have Belize. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Day of the Dead is practiced by people in the um, Yucatec Maya ethnicity. So the celebration is known as Hanal Pixan, which means food for the souls in their language. So once again, altars make an appearance. They're, the altars are constructed and decorated with food, drinks, candies, and candles. Oh, cool. Yeah, so altars pretty much play a really, really big role in the Day of the Dead, regardless of location or ethnicity. Yeah, absolutely. We're definitely seeing that um, everywhere we go. Yes, and let's see. The next one we have is um, Bolivia. And they have the um, Dia de las um, Natitas, which is the Day of the Skulls. Mm -hmm. And that's actually celebrated in La Paz, Bolivia on May 5th. 
So that's really um actually that's yeah, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. That's because it actually ties in with that too. Mm-hmm. So it says in pre-Columbian times, indigenous um and the I'm gonna mispronounce this. Um I'm gonna say mm-hmm. Andeans. Mm-hmm. had a traditional of sharing a day with the bones of their ancestors on the third year after their burial mm-hmm. so today fa- today families keep only the skulls for each for such rituals mm. so tra- uh, per tradition the skulls of family members are kept at home to watch over the family and protect them during the year mm-hmm. on November 9th the family crowns the skull with fresh flowers um, sometimes dressing them in various garments and making offerings of cigarettes, cocoa leaves, alcohol, and various other items and thanks for the year's protection. And then it says the skulls are sometimes taken to the Central Cemetery in La Paz for a special mass and blessing. Oh, wow. I mean, that's super significant. It is. Like, you actually have the actual skull there. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, that's taking tradition to a whole other level. It is. It is. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's, like, just so amazing like, how different customs, like, you know, of course, mm-hmm. like, in America, if I was, I'm like, if I was walking to someone's house, I'd be like, oh, that's a skull, you know? Like, I, I try to be open-minded with different cultures, you know? Right. But, like, that would be something definitely where I would kind of, like, pause and be like, what's that, you know? Right? Like, like uh, what yeah. you doing there with that skull? <laughs> yeah, but also at the same time, it's just, like, it's, it, it and, like, and, when you read it, it sounds like it's morbid, but at the same time, mm-hmm. like it just—it's really beautiful. Like you know how yeah. so connected to family they are. That the um heritage, the um Latin community is to mm-hmm. like their heritage, and I wish that other, you know, other cultures that had that mm-hmm. same kind of rooted connection. Like I know a lot of other cultures do. I'm not saying that they don't because I've read of different cultures and they have their own customs too. But it's just it's just beautiful like you know it's mm-hmm. more so not so mourning it's more so like and also not celebrating but just like acknowledging their life more so than mourning their death it, yeah it's just like keeping their family with them as much as they can like they're to watch over them or you know um just offer blessing and just like always feel like you know there's that generation like with them that's beautiful oh yeah most definitely and um do you have any on your end you would like to share uh sure so in brazil um there is a public holiday of dia de fanados um dia dos muertos or dia des fias de fantos i'm sorry guys if i mispronounced that um in portuguese it's day of the dead or day of the faithful deceased um it's celebrated on november 2nd It's similar to other Day of the Dead celebrations. Um, People go to cemeteries and churches with flowers and candles and offer prayers. And the celebration is intended as a positive honoring of the dead and memorializing um, a dead drawing from indigenous and European Catholic origins. Oh, yes. Yes. So it kind of has roots in the... Mm-hmm. Um, Catholic, European Catholic and indigenous people mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's really cool yeah I mean in Costa Rica it's the same mm-hmm. way too um they celebrate Dias de Muertos on November 2nd as well mm-hmm. um it's called Dia de uh, Todos Santos All Saints Day once again as we heard before in the Philippines mm-hmm. um Dia de Todos Almas All Souls Day um Catholic masses are celebrated and people visit their loved ones graves and decorate them with flowers and candles 
Yeah, so once again, those those mm-hmm. flowers, candles, and altars all play mm-hmm. a significant role regardless of locale. Yeah, and the dates, too. It's interesting that, um, you know, as you were saying, in Bolivia, like, it's May the 5th. But, mm-hmm. like, for Brazil and Costa Rica, it's November 2nd, and it just varies. Like, it's really neat. Yeah, so, it, it, yeah, it is, like, kind of, like, and also, I think in Bolivia, there was kind of, like, a day on November 9th, so it uh-huh. still kind of goes to November when they bring the schools. Oh, into, yeah, 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 they crown the schools. yeah, November 9th, uh-huh. Yeah, so it was really cool, like, it's all during mm-hmm. that, during that time frame. Mm-hmm. So, going to um, Ecuador... Um, the Ecuadorian Day of the Dead is observed um, to some extent by all parts of society. So it's um, especially important to the indigenous um, Quechua peoples. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, <laughs> right. So it's an estimated quarter of the population that it's that makes up the um, Quechua um, population, Quechua peoples, I should say. So um, families gather together in the community cemetery with offerings of food for a day-long remembrance of their ancestors and lost loved ones. So these ceremonial foods include um, colada morada. Um, it's kind of like a spiced fruit porridge um, that comes from like the Andean, the Andean blackberry and um, purple maize. That sounds good. It does. I love blackberries. Yes. Yes. And it's typically typically consumed with a wawa de pan, which is a bread shaped like a swaddled infant. Mm. Oh, that's that's different. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There though some variations include many um include many pigs. Um so I'm not sure if the bread will be if, if they're saying the bread is shaped like pigs, or like guys. if it's like a pig roast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's it's what not I'm really, trying to Yes, yeah, it's, it's not really giving many details. Like, <laughs> guys, if you know this, if it's like if it's a bread shaped like pigs, or if it's like a pig mm-hmm. roast, guys, right? Please let us know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. But, I mean, there's so many people to feed, so I mean, it'd be like yes. it would make sense to have like pigs on the roast. Yeah, this is true. Mm-hmm. So with the bread, the bread is made from wheat flour. Um, and it's, um, well, today it's made with a wheat flour base. So it's mm-hmm. based with wheat flour. But back in the day, it was made with um, masa during the pre-Columbian era. Absolutely. Old school. Yeah. Yes. So it can be uh, made um, savory with cheese. Oh, um, right so yes All right. Like, <laughs> yes <laughs> or it can be made sweet with a filling of guava paste okay mm-hmm. so it says these traditions have permeated um into mainstream society um so food establishments have added both um clara marada and um guagua they'll pawn to their menus for the season so i guess around mm-hmm. this time of year they'll have those on their menu once again, kind of paying homage to the date to the um Day of the Dead, which I think is great. Like even the restaurants yeah. are getting in on making sure that they pay their respects. I think that's so awesome. You would never see McDonald's putting anything on their menu like that. Right. I know. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure it's like local restaurants. It's like really mm. nice ones. I love that. That's great. Yes. And it says many non um many non-indigenous Ecuadorians visit the graves of the deceased, cleaning and bringing flowers and preparing the traditional foods. Mm-hmm. That sounds lovely. I know. That's just it's so lovely. I was like, yeah, oh. I'm like gonna cry. It just sounds so it's just such a beautiful, like all this 
that we're learning, like just how they like maintain the graves. And it's just like so much care goes into it. It is so much of love. Like, yes. You know, it's, it's like, you know, like sometimes like when people, I know when people are gone, it says gone, but not forgotten. It's very true, yeah. but no true words can ever be spoken with the day of the dead. Like it's truly yes. not forgotten. Like every year they're remembered to the utmost, to the highest, um, to pretty much the highest extent exactly yeah i love that Mm -hmm. so we have let's see i know i do know that guatemala also acknowledges um day of the dead as well did Mm -hmm. you get anything on that yeah um so guatemalan celebrations of day of the dead are on november 1st um they are highlighted by the construction and flying of giant kites oh that sounds neat so it's I know, me too. They can be so cool. Um, so it's customary to fly the kites to help the spirits find their way back to Earth. Oh, we love oh. that. Yeah, I know. Yes, I know. It's so beautiful. Um, and a few kites have notes for the dead attached to the strings of the kites. Um, the kites are used as a kind of telecommunication to heaven. Um oh. I know, like, don't cry. <laughs> I know, I know. I remember actually just, I actually just had a memory unlocked by this. Actually, when mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, in third grade, we actually made paper kites. Oh. We actually wrote messages on them. And now that memory serves me correctly, I think it actually was for the Day of the Dead, and we actually flew them. Oh, you know what? I think we did that, too. Because, I mean, we did have a Day of the Dead celebration Spanish class. Yeah, And I think they had mentioned something. Oh, my gosh. Like, memory yeah. unlocked. <laughs> I know, right? I remember eating pan de muerto. Oh, that was a good time. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, if, only then, if, we, if we knew then what we know now, we would never uh-huh. wish we were 18. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Me and Karina were saying that last, I mean, earlier, I should say, because we were trick-or-treating. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. It's been a long day. Um, we were just looking at the kids bouncing up and down, going door-to-door. Just, like, grew up too fast. We grew up too fast. We did. Like, we didn't know what we were asking for. <laughs> exactly. Just blink, and then adulthood's there. It, it is. It's so true. I'm just like, oh, where did the time go? <laughs> exactly. But that's super, I love that idea. Mm -hmm. Um, So the big event is also uh, caused, oh, sorry. The big event is also called um, the conception of Fiambre, which is made only for this day. um, Oh, I'm sorry. I am just like, I'm trying to see (laughs) where I picked up here. No, you're fine. Um, We take notes, guys, so we don't get sidetracked. Yes, and like I said, it's it's been a long day, and Sarah's tired. Um, But in addition to traditional visits to the grave sites of ancestors, the tombs and graves are decorated with flowers, candles, and food for the dead, of course. Um, And in a few towns, Guatemalans repair and repaint the cemetery with vibrant colors to bring the cemetery to life. Oh, I love that. I love it. It makes my heart sore. I know. (laughs) And they also fix things that have gotten damaged over the years or simply just need a touch-up, such as a wooden grave um, cross markers. And they lay flower wreaths on the graves. And some families have picnics in the cemetery. Oh, we love that. Yes, the picnics of the cemetery. That was actually Mm -hmm. also in the movie Coco, too. I remember they were all sitting there. I was like, oh, (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm getting like super emotional here. <laughs> yes, and I'm definitely gonna watch Coco tomorrow. Yes, you watch should it. watch the Book of Life too. It's so yeah. it's adorable. Yes, I want to watch because since I've seen Coco, mm-hmm. I- I'll mm-hmm. come and watch it once because I- once I cry on something, it takes me a while. Oh God, I know. I ugly cried on that movie. <laughs> It's beautiful. It was like I cried, like I like my I could not breathe out my nose. My nose stuffed up. I was just like, <laughs> and my big thing is when movies make me cry. I can't tell anyone what's wrong, so people actually right. think something's wrong. Wrong. I'm like, no, no, it's just this movie. Right. Oh, I I'm a sap. I will cry at a lot of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, I'm a sap too. We're just we're just, we're just very like empathetic people. It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. You know, I'm sure people who are listening are feeling the same way. I mean, it's just beautiful, like the amount of care and love and just like art that you're seeing come from like all over the world, like to celebrate life of the people they love, like they're gone, but you know, no, they don't see them as gone or but forgotten. They see them as there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're the veil is thin and they're there with them and they want yeah, to celebrate and protecting their life. them. Yeah. Yes. I love that. So lastly we have um similar celebrations first in peru mm-hmm. um so it's common for peruvians to visit the cemetery play music and bring flowers to decorate the graves for dead relatives mm-hmm. so that's the, the flowers and the decorations and carrying of the graves is a similar theme throughout all these celebrations mm-hmm. and then in europe um in southern italy and sicily um a traditional biscotti type cookie um also de morto or bones of the dead are made and placed in shoes once worn by dead relatives. That's interesting. It is. It yeah. is. Um, they keep their shoes. Right. Oh. I know. <laughs> I'm so I can't help it. Yes. I mean, this whole like uh, this has been a very touching episode. It has it really tugs at your heartstrings. It really I'm just does. gonna like, go cry now. <laughs> right, I'm just gonna cry myself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, cause it's just beautiful. It's so touching, like the way that they view the afterlife, the way that they view their family passing. Like they're not, mm-hmm. they're still there with them. It's just, it's just so like fun, and at the same time, just just very touching and beautiful like all the care and everything that they do for them yes yes most definitely most definitely mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um actually the kind of like i said to prepare for this episode but when i was like actually like looking up like um or trying to like see where i have recount where i've seen like the day of the dead in pop, right. like, pop culture like movies of course coco came to mind and you told yeah. me now about the book of life uh-huh. about that movie um we I was thinking about this other show that I used to watch called Lizzie McGuire and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um there, there was an episode I actually watched it <laughs> I think yesterday day before yesterday mm-hmm. and pretty much like they were throwing like this dance at the high school oh and, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know what you're talking <laughs> yes. about now and Kate you know Kate was the bully and like yeah she she wanted to be like the um, vampires and all this stuff and um after Lizzie was supposed to be it and she cleaned the whole entire like closet mm-hmm. well um Miranda wanted to have you know Miranda's a um 
Alpha in the sense. So she wanted to have um, her Day of the Dead stuff on display at the Halloween party, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Kate pretty much like threw like mocked it, pretty much acted fake in front of Miranda's parents. But like she's like, oh, that's so cool. But then like she said, throw those in the corner and all this stuff. So they played this massive mm-hmm. prank on her. You know, saying you know, don't um, don't disrespect my dead ancestors. All this yes, stuff. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Liz's brother ate the tamale. She's like, you ate the you ate the offspring of my dead ancestors. I'm like, I thought it was really great because it educated, yeah, us as kids. At the same time, did it in a funny way, which you know, right. like, stuck with you. Yeah, it does. That's it, that was a pretty that was an interesting episode. I liked it. Yes, it's, I, I sometimes miss those old episodes because, like, it's like a long time ago. Like, the shows, like, I mean, I don't watch, of course, mm-hmm. I don't watch Disney anymore, but like, um, like a long time ago, like the shows, like back in like early 2000s when we were growing up, mm-hmm. like, um, late 90s, early 2000s, the shows like had like will teach like a lesson or have like some type of like value mm-hmm. to it, mm-hmm. or whether it's like anti bullying or like you know, it had like important things, especially like Lizzie McGuire had themes of like you know, um, dealing with eating disorders, dealing with puberty, dealing with all this stuff boy meets world was the same way dealing with like real life stuff mm-hmm. and it's like somewhere along the way like you know we got into like I'm I, I, I love Hannah Montana I can't lie but <laughs> when, when Hannah Montana came along you know with her being a pop star mm-hmm. student by day pop star by night you know and then I Carly came along with like you know web show all the stuff super popular worldwide known as like it's really great but all those like real life lessons and values kind of like went out the window and I'm like you know the kids that watched this stuff growing up when they were children they grew mm-hmm. up pretty much now like being all online striving for worldwide social influencer fame like they saw like pretty much like in all the media that they saw growing up whereas we like you know due to the media that we saw we were more inclined to like okay we get a job get married get a house because that's what we saw growing up so that's yeah. just I think it's kind of it's a direct correlation there in my opinion mm-hmm. absolutely so but I'm not going to go too far on that um we're going to stick in the realm of the day of the dead so that kind of wraps up mm-hmm. everything that I mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. and I know you said you're going to be meeting with your friend Greeny tomorrow to actually mm-hmm. celebrate it so yeah yeah so we're actually gonna um I'll get back with you um next week's episode um next Tuesday and we'll t- spend a little bit of the first hopefully not half of the episode talking about it because I know I'm going to have a million and one questions but um yeah, we'll definitely have that as a part of the episode for next week. So I definitely want to hear about your actually being able to celebrate it, which mm-hmm. I, am bit, I am a bit jealous. I, <laughs> I always want to be like a part of like a real life. Like, I mean, um, this is the first time it's it's really like I'm excited. I, I've never been a part of that experience and everything. Yes. So I'm really excited. Yes, this is so awesome because I think it was, mm-hmm. like I do have like friends you know, of Latin descent, like you know, I'm um, that mm-hmm. do celebrate it. But I think it's just mm-hmm. because it's such a like, um, it's such a personal, like familial, intricate yeah. thing that, that I think that's more so why. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's beautiful that you know that, that she's invited you to kind of be a part, to actually be a part of it and to celebrate it with her. And you know, of course, yeah. we will report back here to us and tell I us know, exactly what it was right? like. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. I. It's it's just it feels like it's gonna be a really beautiful experience. I probably will cry, but 
it oh, the course. best things are like made with tears so this is oh, i love that i love that because <laughs> i'm a, i have a, see i have a lot of best things because i cry i'm not i don't really cry often but like yeah. when things pull at my heartstrings like what happens is that the cries and tears i've suppressed they all come out as soon as something triggers so i'm like oh i'm crying I'm right. things. Like, yeah it's like the straw that broke the camel's back for me like exactly. i will just feel it building and building and then it's like oh Yes, like, yes, and I can't tell it. I can't talk. Like my cat could just look at me after I just like studied this stuff or like read this really touching or sad story, and mm. then lose it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's so very true. It is. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode um, mm-hmm. of the um, Day of the Dead. We hope you guys really enjoyed getting to learn a lot more about the um, Mexican um, heritage and their customs and traditions for the Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have my friend listen to this podcast, and she said that, you know, she wouldn't mind um, sharing some things with me. So maybe she can um, elaborate more on things or, you know, um, I'm just excited to learn more, honestly, and, and just to be there and see, like, I guess something like to observe like you know an offerenda and everything it's just gonna be really exciting (laughs) oh yes it definitely is definitely is and if she Mm -hmm. can like get give us more insight then Mm -hmm. i'm definitely open for that and i'm sure our listeners are as well yeah absolutely i will uh talk to her about it tomorrow all right awesome all right guys well we're gonna go ahead and sign off but you guys have Mm -hmm. a great day and celebrating the day of the dead you know have a beautiful um day of remembrance yes exactly um guys i just hope that you know hearing this that you became closer with you know those who have passed whether that's your loved ones or you know also including your pets just you Mm -hmm. know whatever gives you peace and helps you remember them in a positive light just like this holiday does um i i just hope that that's you know what you feel after listening to this because I certainly do yes me too most definitely so Mm -hmm. stay bizarre stay safe and happy celebrating carry on guys we'll see you next time